This is the place to be now. This is where the God's presence is. This is where his miracle working power is. This is where his supernatural power is. And this is where we want to be. We want to be in that presence. Because God has a word for you today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 9. Who has saved us. Hallelujah. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. Not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace. Which was giving us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Thank you Lord that I was on God's mind. You were on God's mind before the world began. You were always on God's mind. Hallelujah. This church was always on his mind. To the point where he had to save it. And he had to call it out. Now you got to realize something. Every church is not the same. I have a church up north that I'm related to by name, but we're not the same. There's a church up north that I'm related to them by name, but we're not the same church. Not to take away from them, because I know they're anointed. They're blessed of the Lord and highly favored. But we ain't them, and they ain't us. I don't want to be them, and I don't want them to be us. I love them. They're my, they're my family, but I love them. Same goes with all the churches around here. Hey, I love them, but I don't want to be them. Amen. And I don't want them to be us. God has called us. God has called us with a holy call. Not according to our words, not according how fancy your degrees may be, but according to his purpose and grace. According to his purpose and grace. Hallelujah. What is God's purpose and grace for us today? To be blessed in our calling. That is God's purpose and grace. For you to be blessed in your calling. Matthew chapter 5. God wants you to be blessed in your calling. In season and out of season. How does he bless you? Well, you know that. He blesses you three ways. What are the three ways? Spiritually, physically, financially. He wants you blessed in all three ways, in season and out of season. He wants you blessed and you're coming in and you're going out. He took care of the devil, hallelujah, through Jesus Christ. The devil has beaten, I mean, Jesus has beaten the devil. He whooped him. He beat him up. He kicked his tail. He ain't coming back. He has no power, has no authority. That's the God we serve. And it was through his purpose and grace to save us. So he, could he took care of the devil. So the blessings of the Lord is, are, are yours today. And he wants your calling to be blessed. That's how important you are to him. That's how important that call he has given you. Don't take it lightly. Don't take it for granted. Real quick, I want to say happy anniversary to the brother Mike and sister Donna Reed. Today's their anniversary. But yesterday was their anniversary. But I see her. I don't see Mike. I hope Mike's okay. He's where was I mean, Mike okay? Well, bless him. But God wants you blessed in your calling. He wants you to feel his blessing. He wants you to experience his blessing. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 1 through 16, it says, Seeing the multitudes, he went up into the mountain. And when he was, he was set, the disciples came unto him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in the spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. 
Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteous sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they which men shall revile you, revile you and persecute you. And they and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt have lost its savor wherewith Shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it is given light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in Hallelujah. Jesus here is speaking. And we see here, Jesus gave his church nine blessings to have. What do all these blessings have in common? They all did something to be blessed. They all had to do something to be blessed. Blessings have requirements. That's what we're going to be talking about. I'm sorry, blessing has conditions. Faith without works are dead. Faith without works are dead. And here we see Jesus speaking and he's talking about the blessing. And he's, giving, he's breaking down different types of blessings and where God wants to bless you. And today God wants you to be blessed in all these areas. But each area in these nine blessings... There are conditions that are required of us to live by. If you want to be blessed, you got to do what God tells you to do. See, everybody wants to get to heaven. Everybody, and heaven is open to everybody. But to get to heaven and to get through the door, there is a condition. And in that condition, there is a requirement Call. Jesus. Jesus is the door to heaven. You can't get to God without going through the condition that God has given us. And that condition is required of us to receive Jesus Christ. To receive and to live in Jesus See, many times people will come and receive Jesus, but they don't live Jesus. And because of that, they are not operating in the blessing that Jesus was talking about. See, he gives these, these blessings. And every, when every time people hear the word blessings, their ears, their ears open, their eyes are right and say, yes, I'm going to be blessed. Till they realize there is a condition 
that you have to live by. And that condition requires certain things of us. And what all these blessings have in common is that each one of them had to do something to be blessed. Because faith without works is dead. Say dead. You got to work your faith, people. And when do you work your faith? Not when you come to church. You work your faith every day. I have to work my faith every day. Why? Because the devil's going to test me. The devil's going to test that faith to see if I am who I truly say I am. And I know who I am in Christ. I'm a child of the Most High God. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost. I have life, and I have it more abundantly. I am an overcomer. I am blessed. I, the blessing is always on me. I have favor. I have peace. I have joy. I am healthy. Healthy sickness and disease can't touch me. That's today, isn't it? Sickness and disease can't touch me. Say that to your neighbor. Sickness and disease can't touch you. Why? Because I'm blessed. And I know my blesser. And he daily loadeth me with blessings every day. He doesn't hold back. He gives me the very best. But to live in that blessing, there's conditions. And those conditions have requirements. And it's going to take faith to live every one of them. James chapter 1 verse 22 through 25 tells us, ALM, we will be blessed in our deeds if we are doers of God's word. We will be blessed in our deeds. Hallelujah. In other words, everything that we put our hands to, we will be blessed. How many of us want to be blessed in our deeds? How many of you want, truly want to be blessed in your deeds? Then heed to the requirements that God is asking us. The number one reason why Christians are not truly blessed in their deeds is because of this. Right here. They are not bold enough to do what is required in Matthew chapter 5, verse 10 and 11. They are not ready to be hated or persecuted. They're not really truly hate, ready to be hated and persecuted. And understand something. If Jesus has marked you, according to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, if he has not marked you with a seal, guess what? You have nothing to worry about. But those that have been marked with that seal, Amen. you're going to be hated. Hallelujah. You will be hated. You will be hated. You will be persecuted. And where does hatred always start? Starts at home first. You will be hated by family. You will be hated by family members. You will be hated by all of them. Why? Because the word of God says there's coming a day where fathers will turn on sons and mothers will turn on daughters and children will turn on their parents. It is happening as I speak. Because if you have that seal according to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19 and 20 and on forth, you're that vessel of honor. And because you've been sealed as a vessel of honor, you're going to be persecuted. See, we all want the blessings. And we, we, we have no problem. Is it Cuba? 
Oh, by the way, real quick, I was talking to Pastor Yoel yesterday. Um, keep, the, keep, keep them in prayer. Pastor Yoel and the church, Abundant Living Ministries in Cuba, they are literally walking the streets every day. They're walking the streets. They're preaching the gospel. They're, they're, doing, they're, 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 they're walking throughout all the streets, and they're going to the hospitals, and they're praying for the sick. So keep them in prayer. That they have divine favor because they have such and such time to be in the house. They have to, the government's making everybody go home. So keep them in prayer. But the back to what I'm saying, the number one reason why Christians are not truly blessed in their deeds is because of this. They're not willing to, they're not bold enough to do what is required of them in Matthew chapter 5, verse 10. They are not ready to be hated and persecuted. We, doing what is required in verses 3 through 9 is easy. Of Matthew chapter 5. Pastor, it's been hard these past two years. It's been hard on everybody, but that does not change God's word. It doesn't change God's word. Nowhere did Jesus said it was going to be easy. He didn't say to his disciples, I'm going to heaven. I am ascended in heaven at the right hand of the Father, and I'm going to be praying for you. Guess what? It's going to be easy, Peter. It's going to be easy, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's going to be easy, James. Martha, it's going to be easy. Mary, it's going to be easy. He didn't say that. But he did say you will be persecuted. You will be hated. You will be reviled. People will falsely accuse you. But in the midst of all that, he said, hey, rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Rejoice when they turn on you. So when your family turns on you, rejoice. Because you know you're doing something right, Sister Faith. When my family don't like me, hey, <laughs> hallelujah. Because I'm doing something right because I know I'm going to say something they ain't going to like. I'm going to say something. I'm going to preach something or I'm going to do something that they ain't going to like. Well, guess what? Get over it. Because you are going to do the same thing. You're going to say something that is biblical truth and they ain't going to like it. But when it happens, rejoice. Rejoice. Count it all joy. Don't fear what they may think, what they may say. Because that's what, because they're going to get mad again and again and again. And they're going to accuse you. And they're going to revile against you. They're going to turn on you. But fear not. When you at work, get sweat, gets ready. I'm going to tell you, those that, that have jobs, guess what? They're going to turn on you. You may have worked there for 15, 20, 30 years. You may get ready to retire. Guess what? They will turn on you. Why? Because the word of God says so. Says so. They will turn on you. They will, they will force you to do things that you, that you have, that are not comfortable in doing. The question is, are you going to heed to them or are you going to say, I ain't doing it? I'll retire. Even though you got five more years to retire, I'll retire before I do what you tell me to do. Because I am not going to compromise my blessing that God has for me. I'm talking to somebody today. 
Fear not what the world may tell you. Fear not what is going on in the world. Heed to the word of God. Yes, we're living in hard times. Yes, we're living in difficult times. But that does not change God's word. God's word is forever. And everything that God has said through Genesis to Malachi has already happened. And it's still happening. But doing what is required of us in verse 3 through 9, and, you know, when it says, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom. Blessed, blessed are the that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the hunger and thirst of the rise, they shall be filled. The merciful, they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. All these things are here, but when we get to verse 10 and 11, man, that's hard. I want to be liked. Let me ask you something. Who does not like to be liked? But we don't live in that world. There's always jealousy. And you know what the funny thing is, is that they won't tell you, but it's usually the person that's the closest to you is the most jealous. But they won't tell you. They'll tell everybody else, but they will not tell you. They will play your friend, your friend, your friend, your friend, but they're really jealous of you, and they can't wait for you to fall. But they won't say that to your face. But it's there. But don't fear what is out there. If you're going to fear something, fear God. Fear his word. For his word is forever. Feel his requirements, his, his, his conditions of being blessed. Because in the midst of all that's going on, the church who's been called by his name, who has not conformed to this world, but has been transformed by the renewal of their mind, they are going to rise to the top and they are going to come out blessed of the Lord and highly favored. How do I know that? Because God did it with Abraham. God did it with Isaac. God did it with Jacob. In the midst of all that was going on, God did it with all three of them. Why? Because they stayed true. Did they hit? Did, did people hate them? Yeah, they were hated. Kings hated them because they realized you are more blessed than I am. That's the God we serve. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, I said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body as a living sacrifice. When do we present our bodies as a living sacrifice? Not just on Sunday? No. Come Monday morning when you go to work, when you got to deal with all the heathen. You present your body as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You'll prove it. You'll prove to them that God is going to bless you. I love what Daniel said that when, when, when they were taken in captivity and, and they wanted to feed them all that they were eating. Daniel says, I can't eat that. He says, we'll see who's God. We'll see who's true. You eat what you eat and let us eat what we eat. They grew in stature. They grew in wisdom. God took care of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He took up. Oh, yeah, even though they were thrown in the fire, he took care of them. Even though Daniel was thrown in the dead, lion's den, he was taken care of. He didn't eat what they ate. He ate what was required of them to eat according to their custom with God, their covenant with God, and God took care of them. Well, God hasn't changed. 
The world may be eating what they're doing, doing what they're doing, going where they're going. Guess what? You don't act like the world. We don't conform ourselves to the world. We don't follow the customs of this world. We are different. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, you're different. different. You live according to a different covenant. And where God has a covenant with, there is always a blessing, a blessing, a blessing. Now listen to me. I'm bringing it back to this. I'm going to bring it back. You will be hated for it. You will be tested. You will be pushed. You will, they will try to do everything they can. They will warn you and to the point where they will fire you. They will do everything they can to get you to cross over. But you refuse it. Even if you have to stand before the CEO, the CFO, the HR, whoever they may be, you stand your ground. As Jesus told his disciples, you will be hated. You will be taken in Matthew chapter 10 as he told them to send out. Don't worry about it. They were going to catch you. They're going to grab you. They're going to beat you. They're going to throw you in jail. They're going to do all these things. They're going to present you to all the, the high leaders and they're going to judge you and judge you. But you don't worry about it because God will put the words in your mouth. When is this day going to happen? I don't know. God doesn't tell these things. He just said these things are going to happen. But in the midst of all that you see that's happening, God's going to bless you. God is going to bless you. You stay faithful to God. Well, Pastor Thad, I don't under, understand everything. God does. You just stay faithful. Let your no's be no's and let your yeses be yeses. Don't waver in your faith in God. You may not understand what is going on in the world because you may not be there yet. And there's not a, that's not a knock. Not everybody's on the same page in here. But all I'm telling you to do is have faith in God. Amen. Have faith in God. Those disciples did not have it all together. They did not have it all. Jesus said have faith in God. Have faith in God. God is not a liar. Yes, these things are going to happen. These things are going to come. But in the midst of that, God is going to take care of you. Well, Pastor Thad, how is taking care of me by being persecuted? God's going to take care of you. God's going to give you the supernatural strength to handle the persecution. Where you're not going to get. Will you cry? Oh, better believe you, you're going to cry. Oh, I've cried. I've had cry. I've had wet tears in my pillow, soaked my pillow with tears because of persecution, because of not being liked. I've had crying nights, but I know the scripture says, I may mourn now, but joy comes in the morning. Joy will always come in the morning. When I was talking to Pastor Yoel, I weep. When I look at what's going on in Afghanistan, I weep. Because I, I look at what's about to happen to those Christians and to those underground churches. And the persecution and the turmoil and the pain and, and, what, and what is happening and, and what is going to happen to them. But I have to go back to the scripture 
And Jesus said these things would happen. But he's saying rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. You just continue to be salt and light. You continue to be salt of the earth. You continue to be light of the earth. 2 Timothy chapter 4, in the midst of all that's going on you, in, your, in what's going to happen in persecution and, 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 and all that's going on in 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 2, we got to preach the word. We got to continue to preach the word. We have to be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort. With all, long, with all long suffering and doctrine. In other words, no matter what is going on, we're going to continue to preach the word. We're going to preach this word. We're going to preach this word. God's DNA is to bless this church. God's DNA is to bless this church. It's in his DNA to bless you. Hallelujah. It's in his DNA to bless you every day. The blessing of God is here right now. Has ALM lived up to the requirements to receive God's blessing? Have you lived up to the, the requirements? Have you, are you living up to the conditions that God has given us in Matthew chapter 5 to, to be blessed? Are we truly living up to these conditions that God has required us to do to be blessed? The blessing that is upon the church is to magnify the flavor and brighten people's lives that are bound in any situation or circumstance. Let me see that again. Let me read that again. The blessing is that is upon the church is to magnify the flavor. I don't know about you, but I love flavor, especially when you're eating something and you can taste the ingredients and it just pops. Woo! Hallelujah, man. I can taste it. See, that is who we are as the church. Wherever we go today, we are to magnify the flavor of God and brighten the situation that brighten the situation that 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 will change people's lives that are bound. That is who we are. Remember, Jesus saves, heals, restores, and transforms by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, we will be persecuted and reviled by people, places, and things. But fear nothing, ALM. God will not forsake us. God will not forsake us. How do you know, Pastor Thad? How do you know we won't be forsaken by God? Psalms 103. I ask musicians to play softly. How do I know God will not forsake us? Because God always promises in his word. Amen. He promises us in his word and his promises are forever. Amen. Psalms 103 verse 1 through 8 it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all thy iniquities. Who healeth all thy diseases. Who redeems thy life from destruction. Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercy. Who satisfies thy mouth with good things. So that the youth is renewed like eagles. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto his children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in 
mercy. Stand to your feet, ALM, and be blessed of the Lord. Be blessed of the Lord. Be blessed of the Lord. He has forgiven you. He's healed you. He's redeemed you. He's crowned ye with loving kindness. He satisfies your mouth with good things. He's got good things for you, ALM. He's got good things for you. He's got good for things for you. But you got to heed to his requirements. And his requirement has a condition. Jesus has to be your Lord and your Savior and your King. Jesus has to be your everything. Without Jesus, this is nothing. Without Jesus, this is nothing. Without Jesus, this word that I hold in my hand is nothing. But because of Jesus, what I hold in my hand is all powerful. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Every devil in hell ha has to bow down. Every devil in hell is, is under my authority. Come on, let's sing it. Come on, let's sing it. Come on, come on.
Praise the Lord. Now you may be here today and say, Pastor, that I have not lived up to those requirements. I have allowed people, places, and things to get the best of me. And my condition with Christ is not right. I want forgiveness. I want to be, I want his health. I want his redemption. I want to be crowned with loving kindness. I want to be satisfied today. If that's you and you have not lived up to the requirements that God requires you, and your condition is not right with God, today, Jesus is here. Jesus is here. And if you need Jesus to forgive you, to heal you, to redeem you, to crown you and satisfy you, come now. Come to this altar right now. Come to you right now. Come to you. Come to God right now. Because it's through Jesus the blessing becomes real. Becomes real. It becomes life. The blessing becomes alive. And in that life, it's more abundantly. But you got to come to Jesus. Hallelujah. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Are you truly living the requirements to be blessed of the Lord and highly favored? Are you living the requirements? Are you willing to be hated for it? Are you willing to be persecuted for it? Are you willing to be reviled for it? Are you willing to be falsely accused because these things come? No matter how dark it is, are you willing to let your light shine? No matter how tasteless it may be, are you willing to magnify the flavor of God in the very situation? God did not call Abundant Living Ministries to be a bland church. We're a church that boldly says, come taste and see that the Lord is good. 